1: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Dolphins In-Depth Podcast. I'm Daniel Yafusi, and that is David Neal. Thanks so much for tuning in. Quick reminder before we start, make sure to subscribe to the Miami Herald YouTube page, like, share, comment, as well as subscribe to the Miami Herald. So it was not the Christmas Day gift that Dolphins fans were expecting uh, a glorious uh Twenty to ten lead, uh, against the Green Bay Packers slowly but surely, uh, dissipating, gone, gone in the wind, uh, turned into a what was a promising first half turned into a second half collapse, uh, marred by or I should say headlined by Tua Tagovailoa's three interceptions, one after a row, including the final one to end the game, uh, ultimately being Miami's fourth straight loss after they were eight and three entering the month of December, a winless December stretch uh, now sees the Dolphins with the eight and the record still in the third and final wild card spot, but uh situation starting to get dire with just two games left. Uh, and on top of that is, you know, things weren't bad enough. Uh, the following day, Dolphins coach Mike McDaniel announcing that quarterback Tagovailoa has been placed in the league's concussion protocol for the second time this season. Um, Tua played the entirety of the 26-20 loss to the Packers, uh, but reported symptoms on Monday. Uh, he's been placed in the protocol, uh, the five-step process to return to the field starts now. Um, but his availability for Sunday's road game against the New England Patriots is in doubt, uncertain, in question, um, and it cannot come at a worse time. Uh, with the Dolphins reeling, um, needing to do what they can to secure a playoff spot. I mean, they actually can secure a postseason berth uh, on Sunday with the win over new England and a jets loss to the Seahawks. Uh, but if they're going to do that, uh, they might have to do it on the back of Teddy Bridgewater, who has been back into up for the uh, entirety of this season. Um, we got a lot to get into uh, mainly about Tua's uh, status, what we know, what we don't know what that means. Um, and, and that's where we'll start today. Um, most recently, just uh, not too long ago, um, the NFL Network releasing an interview with the chief medical, the league's chief medical officer, Dr. Alan Sills, who spoke about what they do know, what they don't know, and what's going on with Tua, who, as we know, um, sustained a really nasty concussion in week four, knocked him out for two games, uh, and, you know, really had Miami as, you know, the in the eyes of, you know, of a lot of people uh, questioning um, their handling of the, of Tua's injury, the league's handling of head injuries and whatnot. Um, but in this interview, Dr. Uh, Alan Sills says that uh, Tua didn't exhibit any symptoms of concussion, any injury signs during the game. Now, I know that there has been – A video circulating on social media of Tua kind of hitting the back of his head in a whiplash manner, um, you know, during, I believe, in the second quarter. um, And and a lot of people have been pointing to that as maybe the the point where he did sustain some head trauma because um, that was in the second quarter. We all know how that third quarter went. Uh, that that excuse me, that uh second half went not very pretty with Tua's, uh you know three interceptions. When you kind of contrast that um with you know his first half stats where he was nine for 12, 229 20, yards, one touchdown. A lot of people are saying, hey, maybe that head injury um had him a little bit off in the second half. We 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 don't know for sure. Um Dr. Seals said that um, you know, they they've been reviewing the tape of uh the game as they do with all players who went to the protocol. Um they don't know for sure what uh exact blow led to the symptoms um but at this point um you know Tua is in the concussion protocol um and again I mean th- this uh this just couldn't come at a at a at a worse time for the Dolphins I and mean, we all know Tua um sustained another injury you know uh, his first concussion or depending on how you how you see it he sustained another um head injury in week four um but you have a situation where you know you you have to be you always have to be cautious with these head injuries but I mean, given that two has a history now, I mean, you can see he has a history. You uh, got to be more ca- more cautious. Um, I think there was something out there that says the the average return time for guys in the protocol is nine days, which would obviously not put him on a timeline to return for uh, for Sunday's game. But truth be told, I mean, even if two is quote unquote cleared by the doctors, um, optics wise, and just in just in you know being careful. I don't know how you can put them out there. Um, You know, we, we, we talk so much about, you know, these people, you know, being more than the athletes they are, um, you know, being human beings, you know, for for Tua being a father, uh, being, being a husband, being a son, um, you know, you you always have to have to have to peel back the layers and and look at it past the game. I mean, I, I, I personally would feel very um, uncomfortable watching him, come back on the on the field on Sunday, even if he is cleared by doctors. I know obviously we, we always say we gotta trust the experts and whatnot. Um, but but it just feels like in this situation you have to be extra, extra careful. Um, you know, it's not what anybody wants to hear. I mean, nobody wants Tua to, to to miss a big game like this where you could potentially, you know, punch your spot, punch your ticket to the playoffs. Um, but I mean, the safety comes first. And even if he is cleared, it's almost like you, you just really want to err on the side of caution. There's a lot of people saying, shut him down for the season. Uh, he should retire. I'm not going to go that far. I'm not going to say that um, Dr. Sills was asked that question. He even said, um, you know, you you got to collect all the data, collect all the information and, and look at him, you know, as, as a person and, you know, what, what the medical information says. And then, Talk to him about you know what decisions there are. So I'm I'm not going to get into that. Um, but it, it appears he's going to miss that game, uh, this upcoming game. Even if he's cleared, I think you really do have to err on the side of caution, given that now you have a history of these concussions. And they 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 do say. I mean, there's a lot we don't know about concussions, but we do know that when you experience that head trauma, that that force to the head, um, you know, the chances of you experiencing that head trauma again, it increases a lot if you go out there a couple of days later and you're getting hit again. Um, so just to just to err on the side of caution, um, I, I really do think it's best if they just say, hey, they talk a lot, we talk a lot about protecting the player from himself. I think this is one of those situations where we got to do that. Well, the I mean, that's the
0: the big thing about concussions is what you just said, is that they once you have one, then two, then you're very susceptible. It's it's why boxers get a reputation for having a glass jaw. Um, once you suffer a couple of knockouts, and especially if they're in close succession, um, or you know in close proximity rather, I shouldn't say succession, um, then you are more susceptible to being knocked out. And a knockout is a concussion. Um, and but not all concussions obviously result in a knockout. Um, you know, this is a tough call, and it's an easy, it's an easy call on the human front. Easy call on the human front. Okay. You know, he misses the Patriots game. Um, you know, this is why you have a good backup in Teddy Bridgewater, who, you know, you hope can, you know, play well again play well enough against the Patriots, a team that's kind of uh, been kind of sinking themselves over the past few weeks, and and you know, you say, okay, you know, let's put, you know protect two of the human, the father, the husband, the son. Now. If we look at how NFL teams think mm-hmm. no matter what they say, um, you know, there's in those Dolphins' offices, if there's 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 either what are we risking long term with with him by playing him versus what's the reward short term by playing him? that's probably the much more the conversation and it's still a it's still a dangerous game you're playing because you know you don't you get another one in a short again in a short span of time eventually this gets this gets to be career ending you know and You know, the Dolphins have – if the Dolphins think Tua is their quarterback of the future, just in a – you know, without taking all the sentiment out of it because eventually they're going to take the sentiment out of it, make no mistake. If you think he's your guy, then you really don't risk him in a game that you might win anyway. You you have a decent shot to win anyway with your backup quarterback – And then – and you can still still get your playoff spot, which the Dolphins desperately want, but you can still get your playoff spot with Teddy Bridgewater. And you can have your quarterback. If you think two is your quarterback and he's your guy, you can kind of preserve him. You can preserve him and make sure that he has, you know – the full amount of time to recover. Um, you know, and I think there's, that's the longer term view. And I think that will probably be the the view that carries the day because you got a first year head coach. If you believe he's your right head coach, you're taking a longer term view than just getting in the playoffs this weekend or get, getting in this year rather. And, you know, Hope you get hope you play well and you know, get hot and you know, Patrick Mahomes doesn't play well or Josh Allen doesn't play well or you know, some defense doesn't play well or and you and you get on a little roll. Um as for whether as for when it occurred if you know what triggered it during the game and how much it affected them in the second half, we are obviously never. Never know.
1: Yeah, and and mm-hmm. I, I didn't mention this originally, but uh I mean, part part of the things that the doctor said was like you can have delayed symptoms. I mean, we we have said yeah. that before when we first oh, talked yeah. about this. It can come hours. It can come days. In the case of Tua, it came I guess the morning afterward. So I mean, it's it, this isn't. Yeah, and you know, and you also uh, don't know if you also don't know if you know
0: you get you get tagged in the head, and you know you can just throw things off just enough. I mean, yeah, yeah. Those, some of those interceptions look bad. And I mean, obviously, one was, I think, Raheem Mostert raised his hand and said, no, my, that was my fault. Yeah, that it
1: was... ran the wrong route, yeah.
0: Right. Um, and, okay, so you still have two interceptions, that, which didn't, you know, didn't exactly look great. And, but you don't know what the, you know, what the do- way the Dolphins offense works and that, you know, if your timing's off, you know, um, and you're kind of you know you're not it's off enough that it's noticeable in your play but not so often you're thinking man you know that's oof. you know yeah. I got you know can I get can I get some Tylenol over here you know um, it's possible it's possible um, that it could have affected this play so it's you know I think the right decision just on a even just in a football sense, I think the right decision is to rest him this week, even if he's cleared. Um, And another thing is whatever happened, whatever hit triggered those symptoms. Um, You know, we've all seen this, you know, the clip that a lot of people think it is the, as he's getting tackled from behind, he goes down and hits his head. But whatever hit did trigger those symptoms or series of hits it. the scary thing is it's wasn't exactly one of those yeah he got he got yeah. hit
1: multiple oh. times in that game but it wasn't anything that like there's nothing that i remember right really it wasn't raising people. my attention or anybody in the press box i mean again um dr Sil said that they're like i mean there's several people that can notify and flag uh, you know, uh, uh, a blow to the head and maybe some 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 injury symptoms. I mean, it's it's not only the player, but a coach, the team trainers. They have the independent spotters. Like he said, nobody a... spotted anything. Which which goes back to how tough it is to even like diagnose this because we don't know exactly what type of hits and what exactly leads to a concussion.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm talking of just the the play itself. Like whatever happened was just a football play. Yeah, you know there there was not a, you know, you know just one of those decle we used to call them declitter cleaters or ESPN used to have jacked up whatever yeah you know what you we just go ooh ah you know and you know somebody you're not surprised if somebody doesn't get up you're not surprised if somebody gets up wobbly you're not surprised if somebody you are surprised if somebody just pops up and walks off the field there wasn't one of those it's if, if it was that play that you know you know has been circulating on social media he gets tackled from behind that's still that's a normal play that's not a, that's nothing there is nothing there is makes you think yeah that, oof, that, that you don't want to see somebody take a hit like that you know and that's and that in itself is very worrisome that you know, it also speaks to the violence of the game. I mean, let's let's face it. We we've been, They've been saying football players are too big and fast for the sport since, like, I was a kid. And I mean little kid, you know. So, you know, before anybody playing this game right now was born and before some of the coaches were born, they've been saying that. And no, the only thing that's happened is the players have gotten bigger and faster. And, yeah, you can't – there are certain hits you used to be able to make that you can't hit anymore. This is still a game of big, fast – very strong, you know, athletic humans, you know, it's one big physics experiment about force or physics demonstration about force and power. And, you know, so, you know, people are going, you know, it's a a dangerous game. People are going to get hit um, in a normal game. You know, you're going to get, you're going to, that's why everybody always says, you know, yeah, you're one play away from the end of your career. You don't, you don't know. Um, So, yeah, I got, I, I think if you, if the Dolphins think Tua is their quarterback long-term, there's no way they play him this week.
1: I mean, regardless, I mean, it could be the, it could be the third string quarterback. It could be the fifth string DB. I mean, if you have a guy with multiple head injuries. Right. In but a, Especially in a season. you.
0: I'm you, saying if the, if the, the, it just, you know, putting it, Thinking in the way NFL teams think about it. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. The right thing. That's the right thing to do. If you, that is the right thing to do for any player. But let's be real about, you know, the way, you know, in a, NFL teams a little bottom line. And so, you know, thinking in a very bottom line sense, you know, in a human sense, no, you don't play him. Just human being sense. You don't play him. You know, you give him an extra week. Just to just because just to make sure in a football, but, you know, let's be again, NFL teams still think in a football sense. They very rarely think in a truly human sense. Um, And so, you know, if you just think in the football sense, in in terms of your organization and your franchise, if you think he's your guy, then you also have to take care of your guy. You also have to take care of your franchise guy if you think that's what he is. So if you're going to take care of him, your taking care of him means he didn't play this week. And, you know, maybe and maybe, you know, you as you do your baseline testing and everything, you know, if it's anything but a plus clear, you don't do, you know, maybe you don't maybe you don't play him against the Jets unless even in, you know unless you, uh, you know, maybe you don't, maybe you don't, because because what are you gaining? You know, you it's it'd be the playoffs will be nice, but you know what? Do you gain a one and done in the playoffs to lose something more valuable, maybe down the line? And so, you know, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That you know, just being this, you know, looking at things from the, you know, the. Ugly, crass, you know, again, bottom line way they look at things in the, you know, in pro sports front offices for, you know, all they, you know, all they like to talk about, caring about people as human beings. And yeah, there's a lot of that going on, but there's also a lot of what's, what's our risk and what's our reward.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's just, uh, it's overall just kind of unfortunate incident for Tua and the Dolphins, obviously you'd never want to see a guy you know have multiple concussions obviously you know he hasn't to our knowledge been officially diagnosed with a concussion but he's experiencing some symptoms so which led him to the protocol uh, so again just couldn't have happened at a, at a worse time you know we obviously hope that he's doing better and we'll, we'll obviously see how he progresses through that I mean the one thing I can say is you can't really you can't really cheat the uh the 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 five-step protocol I mean there's you know there's a lot of layers to it a lot of people that have to check off on you know his uh you know slow you know kind of upgrading up into the practice um practice format so uh we'll, we'll see how he progresses through the week with that uh we're gonna take a short break but when we come back on the other side of things uh the Dolphins with or without Tua they have to play a big game in Foxborough on New Year's Day uh if Teddy is pushed into the lineup can the Dolphins get a big dub on the road we're gonna discuss that so stay locked with us What's going on, everybody? Still here on the Dolphins in Depth podcast, talking all things Dolphins with David Neal. Uh, in the first half of the pod, we touched on all angles of Tua talking about a little situation who uh, has been placed in concussion protocol after reporting symptoms on Monday. Uh, the NFL's chief medical officer said that Tua did not uh, re- he did not exhibit any symptoms of a concussion during uh, the Dolphins. Game against the Packers last Sunday on Christmas, um, and nobody, no booth spotters or no independent uh, neurologists spotted anything. But nonetheless, Tua's in the concussion protocol. Um, his availability for Sunday is uncertain in doubt. Um, and the Dolphins, uh, Mike McDaniel said, are moving, uh, you know, into their practice. They're prepped for the Patriots with Teddy Bridgewater taking the first team reps. Um, and obviously, if Tua cannot play, Teddy, the hometown kid, would step in. Uh, as a starter for this big game. Um, and, you know, obviously this is this is not foreign territory for Teddy because uh, he was, you know, kind of had to take on this role earlier in the season uh, when Tua was first out because of concussion protocol. Um, kind of a mixed bag. Uh, we all remember week four, Thursday night, uh, a short week. Tua is uh, unfortunately stretched off uh, with that scary concussion. Teddy steps in. Um, he almost leads a comeback effort against Cincinnati, um, you know, in the fourth game of the season, but ultimately throwing a late interception on a potential go ahead drive. He ended up uh, just completing 60 uh, – just a under 61% of his passes for 193 yards, one touchdown, one interception, a quarterback rating for 84, uh, 84.1. Uh, the following week, he, uh, we all know, is supposed to be the starter against the Jets, but he gets uh, taken out of the game one play um, after the league's new – uh, the new league's new protocol uh you know pulled him out of the game um, a spotter said that he showed some form of ataxia, which is uh you know imbalance loss of balance caused by a neurological issue um, he says that he didn't stumble he didn't have any symptoms but nonetheless he was taken out of that game after one pass um, so he didn't really get that opportunity uh to play after taking all the first team reps um, but a week later, he comes steps back into uh, duty after Skylar Thompson goes down with a thumb injury against the Vikings. Uh, Teddy throws for 329 yards, completes six completed 67.6 percent of his passes, two touchdowns, but two interceptions. So, I mean, Teddy has had he's obviously an experienced guy, he's a veteran quarterback. Uh, but this is really why they brought Teddy Bridgewater in to be a veteran quarterback who, when they call on him in big games, uh, he can step in and get the job done now obviously uh this is going to be really tough against uh a new england patriots defense that um you know for all the uh all of new england struggles they're really good i mean they've only allowed they've allowed the fifth fewest points all season um they have some really good pass rushers they have some good cornerbacks and obviously bill belichick leading that defense it's something that you have to you have to be mindful of um but but honestly despite tay's kind of up and down stances, you know when he's been kind of called upon and you know out of the randomness of injuries and whatnot um I, I think that if he gets a, a full week of practice reps um he starts the game he has that timing down that continuity with, with the Dolphins wide receivers um I, it's not going to be what it what the, the offense is going to be what it's been with two at, at at the height of their success this season but I think you can have some success with Jalen Waddle Tyree Kill getting them the ball in space but really what I think is the most important thing in which he did not have earlier in the season and his starts in which the Dolphins haven't had consistently this season is the run game and the blocking. So obviously Teron Armstead was out of that Vikings game. That was probably the worst game from a blocking standpoint. Um, Jeff Wilson was not around when Teddy made uh, those two appearances in those games. Um, the Dolphins run game has been a lot better since then. Obviously it hasn't been as consistent as you had hoped. Um, but I mean, this is a game where like you gotta lean on that. I mean, you don't Teddy shouldn't have to throw forty times a game. You gotta run the ball a little better. You gotta have the commitment to run the ball a little better. Um, so you're not putting everything on Teddy's plate. I think this is a very, very winnable game. But the Dolphins have to play very clean football, which they did not do against the Packers. I mean that that was a game that it was twenty to ten, and you're like, okay, are the, like you were kind of thinking like, are the Dolphins gonna? Maybe like blow this out the water, and they didn't because of the turnovers, because of the penalties, um, because of the the missed assignments. Um, this again, this is a very winnable game. Like I I think that for all the the team struggles over the last four games, um, they've either played very very good teams, and or very very good quarterbacks. I mean, when they played, uh, I guess just to, to start uh, that that losing streak when they played um, the four that was a very very good team. Um, you know, potentially great team. When they lost to the Chargers, that was a very, very good quarterback. When he lost to the Bills, a very, very good quarterback, a very, very good team. Um, even even th- this past Sunday, I mean, Aaron Rodgers, was, he, he might not be vintage prime Aaron Rodgers, but he made some throws that very few quarterbacks in the league can make. Um, I, the Patriots defense is going to be tough, um, but I think there's plays to be made um, on offense, on defense. I, I'm not scared by by Mac Jones, by that offense, I think the defense has to step up. I mean, they they haven't been the Dolphins defense that we expected this season, but if there's any game where they got to come out and take care of business and and do what we expected, it's got to be this game against a Patriots offense um, that really doesn't have uh, the skill position players or the multitude of skill position players uh, to really threaten you. I mean, it might be a, a low scoring type of game, but it's one of those games where you gotta, you gotta do what you are accustomed to seeing that defense do force a turnover, get a short field uh, and kind of take the pressure off Teddy. Cause you don't want, you, you don't want it to be all on Teddy where it's late game. He's got to make uh, a throw. I mean, you really want to put the pressure on, on Mac Jones and that offense uh, to make a, a big play late. Yeah, that's exactly what you said. This is why you
0: sign a Teddy Bridgewater. This is exactly the situation. And um, New England, they've gone from being that team that you've always had the feeling that they were going to do something right to win the game. It was going to be some somebody's going to make a play on defense. Somebody's going to make a play on offense. Somebody's going to make a play on special teams. You know, some opposing quarterbacks gonna run into his linemans, but it doesn't, but they were, there there's always gonna be there always gonna be something that's gonna happen for them. And lately, not so much this the last couple of years. You kind of don't feel that way. Um I think the Dolphins, this is definitely a winnable game for the Dolphins. I think they have to work that run game, work it strong, and you know, it's just do the simple, you know, basic old boring, you know, run game, sets up the passing game, sets up the, you know, sets up your intermediate routes, prevents people from getting deep drops, you know, work the play action game. You know, you've got speed receivers and darting receivers that are tough to cover if you don't know that you've got to cover them on that down. And so, you know, run game, sets up the play action game, makes the whole thing work and then on deep on defense um you know somebody's got to step up and do something dynamic and just you know create something create something for now okay and after they create something, the offense has to take advantage of it,
1: <laughs> which you
0: know, yeah, which the, they weren't, what they weren't what, able to do, I which mean, that, was a problem on
1: Sunday. I was gonna say the defense did get the big right. uh, interception and to it through it to take the team one play later. So you <laughs> right, can't do right, right, right.
0: So, um, but you know, I I think there needs to be, you know, we haven't seen really, we saw that we haven't seen the defense make that big play lately. Um, you know, compliment the old. However you want to call it, complimentary football, team football, well, special teams too. I mean, they, is, they spe- exactly special yeah, teams and, too. Especially, and spe- Dolphin special teams is really starting to be a problem, and that can be. This is one of those games. Also, like I, I think the Patriots still have this on special teams, although they've they think they got a plot, You know, they they got a bolt pump blocked against the Raiders and a big play that turned the game around. Very again, very. I'm belichickian you know, a guy who's, you know, was a former special teams coach, so the Patriots have always been excelled on special teams. Um, This is going to be that kind of game where, you know, you either – your special teams play can't be as sloppy, lax, just or inadequate as the Dolphins special teams have been. You know, it's – you can't go go into a game saying that they don't. The Dolphins aren't consistent enough in either facet of the game right now to go into a game saying, "Okay, we you know we suck at covering kickoffs, we're not good, at – or we're not good at covering punts, or you know we're just we're not the, the hidden yardage of the special teams. They can't give up as much as they as they do, and they're not good enough for that. So this game needs to, that needs to be cleaned up or or that can be one of those, we can be sitting here next week going, yeah, it was all pretty equal except for that, you know, 77-yard kickoff return, you know, that, that set up the, you know, set up the big field goal right before halftime or that changed momentum. Um, I, this is, as you said, it's a winnable game. This is not anything close to the Patriots teams of yore. They, you know, they, they're just, they're just, they're kind of just a team, really. They're, they're kind of in that, in that great mass of kind of mediocrity, you know, 20, 2022 NFL. You know, they're laying it around the playoffs. Eh, maybe they're in, maybe they're out. You know, it, this, this great glob that's you know between you know your upper crust if you want to call it Chiefs, Bills, 49ers, Eagles, you know, um, Cowboys when they get, get when they get it together, maybe. Um and you know Texans and the entire NFC South. Um yeah, they're just eh, you know, they they are the team version of just a guy right now. And they're, you know, they're that cliche writ large, but it's not like the Dolphins can sit here and say much more. You know, they've got the Dolphins look like they should be better than they are as far as record. But. I mean, yeah. only
1: one game better than the than Patriots right now. I mean, exactly. Of exactly. How, how everything is. Turned out, I mean, injuries obviously play a role, but right now, I mean, the Dolphins is just one game, uh, w- w- one game in front of them, and you know, the Patriots are obviously trying to trying to gun for that uh that final wildcard spot. So, I mean, it, it's it's a really big game. I mean, as much as I think it's a winnable game, though, it's, it's just something about Foxborough. I mean, it's like the thing about Tua is we, we've always said he's four zero against Belichick. I mean, he just finds a way to beat Belichick, and and you know, if, if Tua was in the lineup, I, I'd for sure. Pick the Dolphins to win this game because I think that um, there's a lot of talk about that second half, and obviously, you know, we don't we don't know what impact the, the the hit to his head may have played a role in the in the second half and particularly the fourth quarter. Um, but you know, I wrote it after the game that that first half was was encouraging enough to think that they can turn. The things around for the offense I mean for the for as as much as of the, of the, as the struggles that the offense has had um that first half was about as good as we've seen two in the offense look in a while um and, and you know with two in that regardless of the of the four game leadership with Tua as the quarterback I mean this is one of the most still one of the most dynamic offenses in the off in in the in the NFL. Uh, with Teddy that I mean there's a drop off I mean there's, there's kind of a ceiling to the offense now is that ceiling good enough to beat the Patriots I think it could be um but it really goes comes down to like not not even as much as like hitting the big plays but negating and minimizing the 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 negative plays I mean you can't have the the strip sack fumbles um the 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 interceptions I mean if you punt the ball all right punt the ball punt the ball play the field position game uh, and hope that your defense can make a stop. Uh, But that's the one thing like Tua hasn't, even, even that Tua's worst, you know, aside from Sunday, he didn't turn the ball over a ton. Um, And I just wonder, like, I don't know in that environment, I mean, the Patriots know that's a big game for them. They got to win that game to keep their playoff hopes alive. Um, I think it's a low scoring game. And even despite, you know, how more comfortable Teddy might be just in that environment, I think that, The Patriots defense is primed to make one play more than the Dolphins defense can make. I think it's one of those, you know, just kind of like 16, 13 games and you get a late interception or a late strip sack and it kind of turns the momentum of the game. I think it's a very winnable game. I'll say that. I mean, there's no reason why we should be talking about this game on Tuesday and say, oh, well, the Dolphins had no shot there. Like, I bet that's not the case. Talent wise. Head to head, even with Teddy in there, I think it's a game that the uh, that the Dolphins can win. I just don't know if like I I I'm not gonna say like I wonder about the psyche of this team because they're saying they're saying the right things publicly, but it just feels like 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 McDaniel was said they they just allowed it to snowball for so long. It's like is this the is this the opportunity with everything going on with Tua and the four game losing streak and kind of the pressure of a playoff spot, you know, at stake, is this the opportunity? Is this, can they, in this situation, can they turn things around? I just, I, I, I'm just not really sure about that. Was What do you, what do you sense
0: when you're in the room? Or do you, do you, do you sense that this is a team that's. No, I sense, I sense, I sense, I sense,
1: I sense a calm about them that, like you said, they're, they're better than their record shows. And they've said it. I mean, Jalen Waddle said, I mean, we're not, we're not, we're not this. Our record isn't we're not an eight and seven team. Talent wise, not an eight and seven team. Um, but again, the rec I mean the record is what it is at this point. Um now again if they if the dolphins reach the playoffs, I think that they're as hard of an out as any team in the AFC, um, you know, barring health. Um, but you know, things do change. We have to admit team things do change when you're starting quarterback because then in there. Um, you know. And for all the talent that they have, I mean, the self-inflicted mistakes, um, the the errors on special teams, um, the lack of game-changing plays on defense, I mean, that stuff adds up where you might be more talented on paper than the team is the Patriots. But if the Patriots execute in little areas right here, I mean, that's the difference in winning and losing a close game. You know, if the Patriots, if you have, you know, four more penalties than the Patriots, or you know, you mess up uh your alignment and you have an, a, a legal formation penalty like Jalen Waddle had that negates a big play and then leads to an interception I mean that's like the margins for being a good and great team and being a good and average team are so razor thin in the NFL and for all the talent the Dolphins haven't shown that you know they can they can make that 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 leap I mean it's very subtle I mean like you said I mean there's a ton of teams most of the teams in the NFL are average to be honest. You know, they're especially this year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when we look at the finals, I mean, there's going to be a ton of teams that are seven and 10, eight and nine, nine and eight. I mean, there's going to be a ton of teams. The Dolphins could end up being one of those teams. Um, so that just shows you how them, how thin the Martins are and for all the talent they haven't shown a team to be capable of putting it all together, especially against the better teams. I mean, frankly, uh this stretch that they're facing right now, I mean, these are this is the toughest stretch that they faced outside of uh that early season stretch where they, you know, they played um the Patriots and Baltimore and Buffalo and Cincinnati. I mean, this is I mean, this is kind of a tougher stretch, given the circumstances and, and the teams that they faced at when they faced them. Uh, but they just haven't shown to be able to, you know, beat those teams. Um, and again, just w- with two and not being there, we expect if two is there, you know, all bets are off. I think that they can win this game and they can win this game handily. Um, but now with Teddy in there, it, it's a lot tougher of an ask. Um, and again, I just don't know if they're ready to rise to that moment because uh, they've had several moments. I mean, they 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 proved to us that they can compete with Buffalo. And they obviously beat Buffalo early in the year, but in that moment, beating them on the road, they weren't able to do it. They weren't able to do it against the against the 49ers the game that everyone was anticipating. Um, I, I just don't I, th- I think I think we're kind of waiting one more week to see if they can uh, clinch a playoff spot. Well, I think this is this is
0: as you say it's a winnable game. <sighs> Again, like I some I like think I said last week, last week's game was a game. If I were a better, I'd stay away from. And in this one, I wouldn't get out of my seat for it either, um, because neither team. When you get these teams, you know, in that middle, in that great morass, there's no consistency, and that's part of the problem. And yeah, I, I just, I just see this as twenty-one twenty one way or the other, you know. Um you know, let's see, hold on. Flipping
1: a bit of coin. <laughs> for those who for those who can't who aren't watching <laughs> this on video, it's is, flipping and he's flipping a coin.
0: It's just, and uh it comes up uh it comes up Carolina. So um, uh, I guess that's a signal for uh I'm not sure who that's a signal for. Um in terms of Tails. So uh yeah, we'll take Tails, that means a team that's in but that's that's behind right in standings right now. is New England. Okay, we'll take them 2120. It's that it's that close. Uh, it just yeah. not you um the special things teams thing really does bother me. It really does bother me, and I think I see New England taking care of their problems a little quicker than I see the Dolphins taking care of theirs. Again, could be wrong about that one, but I can see this. Yeah, this being a game where a, you know a couple of teams plays decide it. Um, but you know, also, you know, I wouldn't. I don't think it's impossible for Tate to have a really good game, a really solid game. And you know, the Dolphins with, their good, with a good running game, you know, play well and look, you know, nice, nice, nippy uh December game in Foxborough. And well,
1: I saw the I saw the weather report, it's actually supposed to be kind of seasonally warm for uh, well, for that time, like in the 50s, I saw so I mean, perfect football weather, then. exactly. It's going to be perfect football so, weather, so uh, the ball it's, around, it's. run the it's, ball it's, a little it's, bit. It's, it's,
0: it's nippy. If you're, it's still nippy. If you're, if you're Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. If you like <laughs> those, down most, here in most South those guys, <laughs> most of those guys in the field. Uh, um, if you're from SEC country, uh, you know, I know Teddy. You know, Teddy didn't go, but played played in the ACC. Uh, but you know, he's from South. A high of fifty-five on Sunday is what it's looking like at Gillette Stadium. That's good Good football weather. So yeah. So, but anyway, I. I, I could see the Dolphins putting it together, but just sometimes when you get on a losing streak, you can get that feeling in your head. Okay, what's when that first thing goes wrong? That's when it all goes wrong. And you know, I'm not saying that's what happens someday, but you know they got outscored 16-10 from that moment of that fumble. Yeah. Or 16-zip, rather. Yeah, 16 zip Right, for the moment of that fumble. And, you know, before that, you're thinking, oh, they're about to to run these boys out, you know, across the county and into the ocean. And then suddenly, you know, things went the other way. That's the kind of thing that happens when teams get on losing streaks. It's not so much that everything goes against them. It's that... You know, one thing goes against them and then they start thinking about it, thinking, oh my goodness, here we go again. And that kind of mindset, like a belief, whatever, starts helping lead to other things happening to you. Um, and you pressing or might make you know, not making good plays. So, you know, that might very well come into play late in the game. If this thing's tight, you know, the dolphins still think ooh, you know, if we just, you know, wonder when that other shoe's gonna fall. You know, what what what's gonna you know, is when's that boulder gonna fall out of the sky and hit us in the head like with a coyote, you know? And um so I'll take the Pats 2120, but I can just easily just take the dolphins twenty one twenty.
1: Yeah, I'm in. Man. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, as I continue to say, it's a, it's a very, very winnable game for the Dolphins. Again, they, I don't want to say that they have to win because they could, they could still, you know, obviously if they, if they beat the Jets in week 18 and get some other stuff to bounce away, they could still, uh, you know, clinch a playoff spot. But again, I mean, for a team that, you know, just a month ago, we we're talking about them being legitimate contenders in the AFC. I mean, this isn't the way you want to be heading into the postseason if you do make it. Um, obviously, again, um, the kind of complexion of this game completely changes if you know when we get more word on Tua and his status, his availability as he's in concussion protocol. Um, so we'll see how he continues to progress. Mike McDaniel speaking to uh local media Wednesday morning, so uh, we'll definitely have some updates then. Uh, that brings us to the end of another edition of the Dolphin in the Dead podcast. I want to thank you guys as always for tuning in. Reminders always uh, like, share uh comment, subscribe 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 to the, YouTube page, subscribe to the website <laughs> to the website to the paper um and we're gonna have a ton of updates on to uh as well as the uh, entire Dolphins team ahead of uh another big time game with playoff implications uh we'll be back next week to recap another weekend of Dolphins football oh. until then I mean, well, We got week 18, so wait, there's another weekend, week of uh, Dolphins hey, football. Hey, tomorrow, yeah. Tomorrow's not guaranteed, man. Tonight. Right, <laughs> man, we'll be back <laughs> next week to recap another weekend of Dolphins football. But until then, y'all take care. See you. <laughs>